At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome into the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm, and he's Amal Shaw. We're going to have Bobby Marks on the program, former NBA executive and NBA insider, to talk about these NBA playoffs, some of the moves he might make with some of these teams. I'm dying to ask him what he does with the Lakers at this point now uh, and if they're salvageable. Yeah, I just read his ESPN Insider article. It was a great breakdown because, you know, Andre Drummond's a guy that didn't even come off the bench in game number six. We'll see what happens with them. But right now, the team that knocked them out of the playoffs, looking good in that second half against the Denver Nuggets yesterday. Yeah, I thought Denver might be able to steal a yeah. game of them all there. They led they led into the third quarter, and I thought this was a great spot to steal game one and flip the home court advantage. But no, Phoenix really wore them down in the fourth quarter, took control of that game. Yeah, you know, if you look at Phoenix' last three games, they now won by a combined 60 points. Really dominant here in this one. They win this one by 17. They beat the Lakers in game number uh, six by 13, and the previous one by 20. This has been a dominant performance the last three games for the Phoenix Suns. Had that run where they were trailing 70 to 60 in this game, and then really get out and extend this game and take it away. And I tell you what, you're noticing the home court advantage now, Mike, at these arenas. We saw Phoenix packed last night at Talking Stick, and you could see the impact of that crowd in that third and fourth quarter. What I'm impressed with the Suns is their ability to play defense, right? We talk about the high scoring in the NBA, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that there's no really post up interior game anymore, right? It's a three, a free throw, or, or, or a layup. It's really what the NBA has come down to now, and that's why the scores are inflated. But the Suns have shown the ability, and as you said, in the last three games in particular, the two against the Lakers in this game, where they can shut down teams for 
portions of periods and take control of games. In the Lakers games, they did it early. In this game, they did it in the second half. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> give them credit. To your point, the defensive effort for this team has been terrific in terms of what they've been able to do. I'll tell you, if you like Phoenix right now, just as a fan or even as a bat- better, I mean, there's a great opportunity for this team. You look at it, you say, okay, it's going to be Utah, the Clippers you're going to be facing off against if you get through the Denver Nuggets. But the way they played in that second half, having four games at home compared to three in Denver, you really have to like the Suns' chances to get out of this series. I do, and, you know, we, we looked at each other uh, when 80 went down, and the Suns were still plus $7 on the adjusted prices to come out of the West, and both of us talked about it, neither of us bet it. Yeah. I'd love to have them at 7-1 to one right now because they're a big favorite to make it to the finals, and then if they square off against... Utah or the Clippers, I don't think that series is more than a 150 dog either way. Yeah, and I think the other thing that looks good for Phoenix, at least, is last night, uh, five double-digit scores, all starters in double digits, uh, four 20-point scores, very balanced offensively. When you look at the Lakers, when you look at, obviously, they're eliminated. When you look at the Clippers, you look at Denver. It's going to be Jokic. It's going to be Kawhi Leonard. It's going to be Paul George. You're a little bit unbalanced in terms of guys uh, shouldering the load. With this Phoenix team, it's anybody that can go for potentially 30 on any given night. Obviously, Devin Booker, the most likely guy to do it. But whether it's him, Mikael Bridges, uh, Chris Paul can contribute in a variety of other ways. So this team is really efficient in a lot of different things. And then DeAndre Ayton, I mean, this is a guy who's a first well, overall pick, doesn't get enough pub. You called it. You, you, you know, it was 24 and a half yeah. total points, rebounds, and assists. You said 28 and a half. He gets 30, 20 yeah. and 10. So that was a... You gave, a, you gave out an easy prop winner there last night. Well, I thought when you look at him, his ability, his size, he's going to get some rebounds. And, you know, you're going to have some missed shots. These games tend to play a lot, uh, you know, up and down. And I think when you look at him, he's a guy that you can really kind of move around the floor and he presents some problems. Yeah. Let's take a look at the game that happened in the East last night. And, and as Michael Lombardi likes to talk about and Patrick on their show, the Lombardi line that precedes ours here on VEASAN weekdays about the steam, right? Because... You know, uh, the lumberjack comes on and talks about where the money is and all. And this steam, steam, steam. It was all buck steam yesterday. Amal. This game went from two one way to two the other way. Everybody and their mother was betting on the bucks. We had uh, <clears throat> we had uh, the, the 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 sharps as well as the public taking the bucks here. The beard was out. This was going to be their game, and it was a no contest from the tip. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, you mentioned these people sometimes chasing these plays. You get a lot of people that just tail plays. And they just bet it blindly. And, well, that's the blind leading the blind last night. And the reality of it is this was a dominant, dominant performance by the Brooklyn Nets. And if you're Milwaukee, you have to have some serious concerns right now. It's one thing to lose a basketball game, but to lose by 39? I mean, come on. That's being completely uncompetitive. Or non-competitive, rather. Excuse me. How much of this was Harden being out, this, this money on the Bucks, and how much of it was the NBA zigzag theory? Well, first of all, the zigzag theory is it's bunk. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Where, where where's your zigzag theory with the Suns? Where I mean, listen, the, the, where was it with the Clippers series? Everybody was winning on the road. I, I mean, to me, look, it applies when you have two teams that you think are evenly matched. You and I have said all along we thought Brooklyn's the better team. Yes, Harden's out, but did people forget that Kevin Durant's one of the five greatest scorers in the history of the league? I mean, you know, Kyrie Irving is one of the greatest ball handlers to ever play. This team has got immense talent. Yeah. Blake Griffin might not be the player he used to be. He's still a former first overall pick in this league. This is the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm. He's Amal Shaw. In five minutes, we're going to talk to Bobby Marks, former executive uh, of the Brooklyn Nets and NBA insider. We'll ask him about the NBA playoffs, including his team, and then his perspective on what's going on out west. I, I agree with you. I mean, I texted you during the game on yeah. Saturday. You said you weren't watching. Yeah. I said, you know, all along, I, I was trying to fade the Nets because I thought them becoming the odds-on favorite really halfway through the year was too soon. I didn't think they should be a minus price to win the NBA title. And that's why I played the Sixers in the Futures. But to my eye in Game 1, 
They are so dynamic offensively. And at times they can play defense. At times they would shut down uh, Milwaukee and shut down Giannis and, and the shooters. And I was ultra impressed with it. I mean, Kyrie looked so good dishing the ball off. When they get out and run, you have a jump shooter in Durant. And Harden wasn't even in the game. You know, I have a friend of mine who's a huge NBA fan, and he said to me early in the postseason, he goes, look, if the big three in Brooklyn play their game, he said nobody can beat them. Everybody across the board, including the Lakers. And you look at this team, now they're focused. I get Harden's out of the mix. But Durant is a guy that was within one game in Oklahoma City of carrying a team to a championship. They were up 3-1 against the Warriors. People forget that before he went to Golden State. Kyrie Irving won and hit the biggest shot in the history of the Cleveland Cavaliers franchise with the three-pointer in the Bay Area in game number seven. It's not like these guys don't have rings, don't have experience, and have the ability. It is completely there. And here's the thing, Mike. At the end of the day, if their best matches up against your best and they have their best, they're beating you the majority of the time. This Brooklyn team hasn't won a title yet, right? Yeah. They are the favorites. and now almost a $3 favorite to come out of the East and the favorite to win the title this year. Compare this big three with what LeBron had in Miami. You know, it's interesting. I would actually give a slight edge overall here because there's such an appreciable upgrade over Chris Bosh. Uh, and, and then I would also make the argument, okay, you say LeBron's one. Durant is two, but I would make Harden and Kyrie probably right there. Three and four. Three and four, potentially. Dwayne Wade's great. And Dwayne Wade also won a title with Shaq and all of that, and it was also aided by David Sturdivant in 110 free throw attempts in those games uh, two through six. But not that I missed any of those sitting there courtside for those six games, but the reality of it, it was pathetic. Josh Howard got called for air fouls. And, you know, to me, when you look at KD, Kyrie, I honestly, probably the greatest ball handler I've seen in the league since Isaiah Thomas. He, and he's better than Isaiah in terms of handling the basketball. And I'm not talking about the Isaiah from the University of Washington who can't get a job. Uh, I'm talking about the great one from Indiana. This guy's unbelievable. Harden is arguably one of the three to five, just like KD, greatest scores. KD, 6'11", release of the jump shots at over seven feet. 50, uh, he's a 90-50-40 guy. He's unbelievable. People forget the greatness of Kevin Durant because he missed last year. This guy's an all-timer. It's not like he's, oh, you know, he's a great but No, this guy's a top 15, top 20 player of all time. We'll see how dominant the Nets continue to be as the series shifts to Milwaukee for games three and four. Amal, how surprised were you that the Islanders put up a five spot in Boston last night? I was night? a little bit surprised by the total. Wasn't surprised by the win. Remember, uh, Boston takes a bad slashing penalty with about a minute to go or two minutes to go in the first period. Islanders level things up, then they get a goal, and they get out in front, and they never look back. Dominant performance by the Isles. And you and I have talked about this. When you've got a Barry Trotz coach team, this guy has won. Look how bad Washington has been since he's left the nation's capital. The Islanders, the first year he gets there, reduces the number of goals given up by 100. It's been a difference. Now they're one game away on the island. I think they close it out. He won a title in, in Washington. Yeah. They haven't gone anywhere since. Yeah. He took the team that gave up the most goals in the East in his first year. They gave up the least goals in the East. And they got to the Eastern Conference Finals in the bubble last year. Yeah. You said it yesterday. How can Boston be a bigger favorite tonight than Montreal is against Winnipeg? Because you have the most stubborn people that are odds makers. Hey, it doesn't even make any sense. Look, do you know Montreal has not trailed since Game 4 right. against Toronto? Think about that. The seven hours. Is, yes, exactly right. <laughs> this team hours. has been so dominant, not even including overtime. Mm -hmm. they, they have not trailed. This team has been thoroughly dominant. And Boston, I didn't understand. Why are they a two-dollar favorite? Have you not watched this series? See, are you not entertained? Are you? Uh, look at this Islanders team. And they're doing it without uh, uh, Lee in the lineup. This team is, to me, terrific in terms of what they're able to do. The defense is where it starts, and they've been able to get it done. We talked about it after game two. Boston's got to stay out of the box. Three of the first four goals, power play goals. The Islanders can't beat you five-on-five, five, but Boston lacks discipline. Bergeron thinks he's a tough guy. You know what? You know where the other locker room is. You want to go fight somebody? Go down there and fight them. They take the dumbest penalties. I think it was uh, 
Was it who was it Charlie who got the penalty in the first period on the slashing that led to the goal? Boston had all the momentum in that first period. The Islanders were not even mounting any serious charges. And all of a sudden, you get that level, and boom, the Islanders take the lead. All right, we want to bring in our guest for today, Bobby Marks, NBA insider, former executive in the league for many, many years, including with the Brooklyn Knicks. Thanks for taking the time today, Bobby. Thanks. Hey, guys. How are you? We're doing great. We're talking about your former team, the Nets. Uh, if Harden is out and, and he is not going to be able to play for the rest of uh, the playoffs, do you still think that this team deserves to be the favorite to win the title and the presumptive favorite, three to one favorite to come out of the East. They should. I mean, you still have two players that are top 15 and one of them is probably the, the, the best player still in the playoffs. Um, I think if you would probably make the argument argument that they're not, if this group was intact the whole year and Harding goes down and now you're kind of left figuring out what, um, you know, who steps up into to replace them. But I mean, they've been going through this the whole year. You know, they're the big, the three guys have not been on the court together, as you know. And if it was a, a Bruce Brown or Joe Harris or um, Landry Shamit, guys like that have, have stepped up. So, I mean, if Durant continues to play at this level, and you've got Kyrie, you know, playing, you know, as as a, as a number, a solid number two. I mean, they're the best team in, that's left in the playoffs right now. So. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I think what Harden is, is he's a nice insurance policy for you. I mean, and if you get him back in the, if you get to an Eastern Conference Finals or an NBA Finals, um, it's just kind of, kind of gravy. But yeah, they, they should be the, the, the favorites, um, you know, as far as what, uh, you know, what the eight teams left in the playoffs. Bobby, obviously Milwaukee's going to make a push when they get home back in Wisconsin, but can they realistically turn this series around and actually come back and win four out of five games? It's going to be tough. I mean, they're going to have to basically follow the blueprint of those two games they won in um, in Milwaukee, and I guess it was early or mid. I guess early to mid mid May when they beat Brooklyn. Um, you know, they their shot selection, as we know, has, has been undisciplined. Um, you know, they're 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 looking for that like fifteen point shot that is not out there. Um, we'll see if they can get some points in the paint. That's kind of been if you know that's their. Uh, bread and butter to, to beat this Brooklyn team here. Um, who's going to stop Durant? I mean, that's going to be the, the big question. I mean, you got to beat him four out of five times, and um, it's going to be a challenge. I mean, you need um, you need to kind of build a lead, almost like what Boston did in that game three. Um, you know, in, in you know from the from the first quarter on, and just try to uh, sustain it. But the hard part is, you know, with DiVincenzo out, their depth is not great at all. Um, I mean, with Portis and Forbes and, um, you know, Jeff Key, you know, last night uh, P.J. Tucker gets into foul trouble, so now you're kind of looking down that bench, and it, it becomes awfully thin because you have, you know, basically four guys, on, you, know, you know, rookies that are unplayable right now. So it, it's going to be extremely hard, but – you do go home. You can if you can get a game three. Then it kind of puts a little bit of pressure on. You know, puts a little bit of pressure back on Brooklyn. We're talking with Bobby Marks, former NBA front office executive, also does analyst on analysis for the NBA on ESPN. Bobby, let's switch to the other series in the East: a Hawks steal game one in Philadelphia. Embiid was great. Still lingering issues though about his meniscus and his health overall. If you're a 76ers fan, are you concerned at this point? Can this Atlanta team keep up this hot three-point shooting enough to win a seven-game series? They should be. I, I picked Atlanta to win in six. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think you saw up until probably a stretch maybe in the fourth quarter where, um, 
you know, the ability to make threes is a dangerous weapon here. And I think, I think for Atlanta, what they're going to need to figure out is if they are not making shots, how can they generate points? It's either John Collins down low or maybe even Clint Capella. But their hot shooting got them through, you know, four out of five games against New York. Um, when you look on paper, when what Atlanta has out there compared to Philly, I think Atlanta's a better team right now. I mean, does that mean they will win? We'll see. Um, but this, we're facing, Philly's facing a must-win right now. I mean, you can't go down 2-0 going to Atlanta. I know the Clippers came back against Dallas and did so, but um, we're in must, they're kind of in that must-win territory heading into tonight. I want to go out west. The Phoenix Suns have continued to impress throughout the course of the season. I was late to the party in the regular season. It was late against the Lakers. I thought this would be a competitive series against Denver. It appears that will be the case. Uh, but if they get through the Nuggets, do you think at this point in time they are a very solid pick to be able to get past, whether it be Utah or the Clippers? Yep, they're my pick. They're my pick to come out of the Western Conference. I liked them. Uh, I had them against the Lakers in the first round. I just thought – Everyone kind of bought into the Laker mystique and kind of didn't pay attention to what happened during the during the regular season. I think the LeBron factor carries a lot of weight. I mean, this Phoenix team was consistent all year, rarely back, dropped back-to-back games. Uh, now you go up against a Denver team that, let's face it, this, this Phoenix defense is not Portland's defense. I mean, this is not the 29th-ranked defense, and it's a, it's a solid, solid team. I think... It will be interesting who comes out of that Utah Clipper series. Where is Mike Conley? He's not playing tonight as far as from a health standpoint. Um, can they continue to get all NBA performances from Kawhi, the role players we saw in game six and seven? But I just like Phoenix top to bottom. You know, I like Monty Williams. I, you know, certainly if Chris is healthy, you're seeing DeAndre Ayton basically, you know, uh, come on center stage. You know, you got Booker, you got Bridges, Cam Johnson, Crowder. Uh, Tory Craig played well last night. It's, you know, from one to eight, one to nine, um, they're as solid as they come, you know, from, from a team out west. Bobby, you mentioned the Lakers. You had a great article on ESPN Plus in terms of Lakers heading into free agency and potentially looking at re-signing some of the players that they have. They're going to be walking away. They're looking at a $91 million luxury tax bill. With the players you're projecting could potentially come back if they were to exceed this cap number, would you, if you're Rob Polink and the Lakers brass, go for this? Because, remember, we had no fans in attendance last year. Uh, impacted financially. I know the Lakers probably can take the biggest blow financially of any team in the league. How would you reconstruct if you're the Los Angeles Lakers and looking at that looming tax liability? Yeah, I mean, when you owe $104, $105 million to four players, including LeBron and, and AD, and you're in, you're in a, you're still in a win now mode because you've got LeBron on their contract for two for two years. Your your options are very limited. And when you look at bringing the group of Schroeder, Caruso, um, Talon Horton Tucker, guys like that back, it adds up. If you let them go, and if the Schroeder price tag is too high for you, then you're looking at free agency with your nine point five million dollar exception. So uh, they're they're. Draft picks are going out to New Orleans still from that AD trade. You're limited there. I mean, you can't even really get into the, the signing trade game for maybe like a player like DeMar DeRozan because you don't have much to send out and plus the hard cap. So you're almost forced that you've got to build up your depth because as we saw during the year with injuries, with AD, with LeBron, um, it's probably not a team that's built for 72 games right now. So the cost is going to be substantial. Of course, you can walk away from that, but then you're, 
then you're relying on going bargain shopping, finding guys you know that are less expensive. Bobby, before the playoffs started, the Clippers were the second choice in the West behind the Lakers. Certainly didn't inspire much confidence in their lack of an ability to play half-court defense against Luka in the first round. They were taken to seven games. Utah closed out Memphis in five. Halves rest, and now the home court. The odds on this series, Utah's about a dollar forty favorite. Get back a dollar twenty on the Clippers. Is there value in still playing the Clippers here as the underdog? Well, I think home court plays a role in here. You know, I mean, in, in, that, that in Utah tonight, they'll be at full capacity compared to maybe what L.A. is going to get, you know, 50 or 60%. So, um, you know, I still I have Utah on six. You know, of course, the Conley injury bothers me a little bit here. But if you get a combination of the Clippers from what we saw in game four defensively against Dallas and Kawhi basically being the best player on the court, they are going to be a tough out. You know, it, it's, it's a matter now, you know, Ty Lue is able to adjust. You know, you saw a lot of Luke Kennard, Terrence Mann. Now, do they go back to that same, those two guys coming off your bench? I think they do. The big question for me is they're going to be the Batum-Gobert matchup. You know, you're, you're basically rolling out a, a 6'8 Batum to guard Gobert, and, and Jazz are not going to make, um, they won't make an adjustment off that. So I do like, I do like the, um, I do like the Jazz here, but as I said, like the the Conley injury really concerns me. And if he can't go, I mean, I think it's it's a it's a, a coin flip here. You mentioned that in terms of this Clippers first round series, they struggled at home, losing three out of four games. Is there anything you think that they take away, and do they come out a little bit more focused, particularly in games one and two? Because as you alluded to with uh, the 76ers, they can't go down 0-2. I don't think if you're in this series, if you're the Clippers, you can afford to fall behind very quickly either. Yeah, it's gonna. If you go down 0-2 to this to this Utah team, uh, it could be uh, it could be a short series. I think if you have something going for the Clippers, is that they're not playing from behind. It's even. They're not down 2-0. Uh, they're not in a, a must-win kind of off uh, off the bat. I'm just I'm concerned as far as the quick turnaround. You go from playing um, you know, Sunday afternoon. Now you're playing Tuesday night. You go into the altitude here. Um, you know this Jazz team has been off for a little bit, I think almost a week. Um, so we'll see if it's rust or if they can kind of get out of the gates pretty quick. Bobby was a very interesting coach of the year in the NBA this year with people split and a good betting market back and forth. Uh, Tom Thibodeau gets the award over Monty Williams. Did you agree with that vote? No. <laughs> <laughs> I like what, I mean, I think we people forget that this Phoenix team, I know they went 8-0 in the bubble, but they were still a lottery team a year ago. Um, and when you go from a lottery team to the number two team in a very good Western Conference, that says a lot for me. I'm still trying to figure out who are the people who didn't even vote money in the top three. Like, what are we, like, who, do we watch NBA basketball here? And I, there was a lot of good performances. Quinn Snyder in Utah, Tim did a great job in, in, in New York. But I think what happens is we, we overvalue teams that are kind of lottery and we that, that get that go into that, you know, that six to eight range. Bobby, want to thank you for the time this morning. Great insights as always. Thanks guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. By the way, if Dan Levitard had a vote, I know it would have been him who didn't have money in the top three. All right. When we come back, we're going to take a look at a full major league baseball slate tonight after only three games last night including a matchup of top left-handers in the Windy City. That's next on The Nuts.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard, and then on I'm top of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back into the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm. He's Amal Shaw. Let's talk some baseball, Amal. Uh, a pair of second-place teams uh, match up in Fenway this afternoon as the Astros travel to Boston to take on the Red Sox. Red Sox have won five in a row, including that makeup game yesterday against the Marlins, where the Marlins kicked the ball all around the field, gave them a 5-1 lead, and held on 5-3, although they did mount a little bit of a rally there uh, in the ninth inning. Framber Valdez takes the hill for the Astros. Just making his second start of the year, one and zero with a one six four ERA against Martin Perez, who's four and two for the Sox. Been pretty solid, three oh nine one two three fifty two strikeouts to get eighteen walks. Astros here, one fifteen now up to one twenty four. A road favorite in this spot. Are you a little bit surprised? No, I'm not because remember Framber Valdez was terrific against the Red Sox just a week ago. He was dominant in that game, going six innings, giving up four hits and just a one earned run. Ten Ks to go along with that. Uh, to me, Mike, the total seems a little bit high. Now, my concern is Martin Perez. Can he be as consistent as his numbers indicate so far this year? Not a big believer in him. I think Valdez will be effective. 
Uh, I think a worst-case scenario probably gives up three runs. You raise a great point. Yesterday in the makeup game, we saw a guy making his first start for the Marlins mm-hmm. and, and a late addition because of the scratch of Pablo Lopez uh, going against Pavetta. So tonight you have two starters better than both starters last right. night, in my opinion, and you see the same total of 10. So maybe look at the under. Only yeah. eight runs yesterday. Absolutely. And, you know, a couple of those aided by the Marlins, yeah. uh, Keystone Cops in the outfield, uh, So to, or in the field. Uh, to me, uh, this is one I either I look at Houston. I don't say that with overwhelming confidence because that Fenway Boston solid team. But at the same time, Mike, to me, uh, I think the under ten is probably the look here. Okay, let's move to Chicago now as we head west across the country. Blue Jays against the White Sox. I mentioned a pair of top left-handers, Robbie Ray, my guy. I think he's been improved this year, especially with the uh, control issues. Three and two, three five seven ERA, sixty-nine strikeouts against just fourteen walks and fifty-eight innings. That's vastly improved from his days with the Diamondbacks. Takes on Carlos Rondon, who's certainly been a surprise for the White Sox through a no-hitter. He's five and two, one nine eight ERA, whip of just point eight two, eighty strikeouts against thirteen walks and fifty-four and two-thirds. We see the White Sox favorite here. A dollar forty-five-ish. That line moving up a little bit. You can get back almost close to a dollar thirty on Robbie Ray if you like the Baby Jays in this spot. I like the uh, White Sox in this one. Rodon's been terrific. You mentioned Robbie Ray; he has pitched well. But look at this White Sox team at home: twenty-three wins against ten losses. Really dominant. Blue Jays a little bit inconsistent for me, but overall, I think this is a solid squad trending in the right direction. I just think they're in too competitive a division. If they're in the American League Central, the American League West, I'd like their chances a little bit better. But with Tampa and with Boston in front of them, and even the Yankees, another team right there, I think you look towards uh, one of those teams in terms of the division. But in this matchup, still saying with the Chai Sox here, I like them at home. I'm all eight and a half the total on this game. I lean first five under four and a half here just because of the two pitchers. Uh, and Ray's been good. Ray, Ray has been, I mean, he's always had that stuff. Uh, he just can't find the strike zone. And eventually he'd walk the bases loaded in one of his first three or four innings. And that was the problem in Arizona. Um, but this year he's been much better. As I said, only 14 walks and 58 innings. Let's continue to head west all the way out to Oakland, where the hapless Diamondbacks take on the Oakland A's. Oakland, a game ahead of the Astros still in the AL West. Uh, DePlantier takes the hill. He, he's had eight and two-thirds innings, given up nine earned in that. 0-1 is a record, whip close to two. Against Bassett, who's been solid for the A's, five and two, three, five, three. Here's the point here. The Arizona Diamondbacks, them all, have lost 17 straight road games. Well, this team is just, I mean, in bad shape. They've lost another five in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it's going to change now. We see this price with Bassett at 225. No surprise there. Uh, run line here at uh, minus 109. These numbers don't even make any sense. You're, I mean, to me, this is an auto play on the run line or no play. It's in the playbook. Yeah, I, I mean, played the run line. Yeah, here. you have to. I mean, come on, give me a break. It, you know, yesterday, Padres plus 170 at home on the run line. Get yeah. there easily. Easily. You were right about that game. I thought that game was going to be an under game. Um, Adelaide was not good. Listen, Every inning they had runners I, on against them. I'm a guy that likes to bet on teams on streaks that are losing, not mm-hmm. winning streaks, losing streaks like when you have good teams. Lost two in a row at home. I thought a good opportunity for them to bounce back here. And sim- uh, This Diamondbacks team, I'll tell you what, good news for people down in uh, Scottsdale and the rest of the areas down there. Uh, I think, uh, what, training camp is only a couple of weeks away for the Cardinals, a few weeks away. Total. <laughs> Total here is eight, and that's only because Arizona probably won't score. I want to touch on one <laughs> game quickly here. Shane Bieber, reigning Cy Young winner, unanimous Cy Young winner. The Indians travel to St. Louis to take on the Cardinals. Bieber 6-3, and 308, 119 whip. Not as impressive as last year, though. 117 strikeouts in 79 innings against 29 walks. The reason I bring this game up, it's Carlos Martinez, who only gave up 10 earned and two-thirds of an inning at Chavez Ravine in his last outing. 
We see a dollar seventy-five up to now on Cleveland. This this number's taking some steam. You can get back a dollar fifty on the Cardinals. Total here seven and a half juice to the under. Or you can if you lay if you play it under seven, you're getting about even money. Yeah, I'm not going to get involved in this game. Uh, this is to me a uh, pitching matchup for Martinez, where he's kind of fighting to stay in the rotation. Two of his last four starts given up five and ten runs, respectively. When we come back, we're going to look where Amal's going in and the Palm Reader Playbook, in addition to tonight's games on the NHL playoff ice. That's next on the Nuts. Baseball season is in full swing, so it's the perfect time to work on cashing tickets every day. Our Visa experts give you all the tools to make the most of every baseball bet, including live odds and analysis for each game on vsan.com slash MLB and our daily members-only best bets email. You know, I sent Bill at, at 745 this morning to place. He didn't get it in. I guess he's very busy with other issues. Now is the time to start your free trial and take advantage of all the betting opportunities this baseball season at vsan.com. Slash subscribe. Amal, you had one play last night. Welcome back into the Nets. I'm Mike Palm. He's Amal Shaw. One play last night. You played the game differently than I did. I played the puck line. I said the only way you win and I lose is it goes to overtime, and which it did. But here's what I did. When it was 2-0 Montreal after the first period, I took the opposite. I took Winnipeg plus a puck and a half at a plus price. So I locked in a small winner in the game. Yeah, I, I was a little bit surprised that Winnipeg was able to get back in this game, considering mm-hmm. how few shot attempts they had and the way Montreal had been playing, really dominant performance overall. Um, this team is going to be tough, Mike. They're going to be rested. They're going to be waiting on Colorado or Vegas. If you like them, you're going to get a huge plus price either way, I think. But, you know, the thing in hockey to me is the reason why there's not a justification for these high prices, the way Price is playing right now, he's playing as well as any goaltender out there. This team defensively is terrific. They take advantage of their opportunities. They got a power play goal late in the first period to put up 2-0. They're tough. They're tough to come back on. I mean, it's going to be a real challenge for anybody. Are you interested in Montreal against either Colorado or VGK if you're getting $2 or higher in the series? Yeah, I would probably want somewhere around 250 or north of that. Mm -hmm. But if I am, I would definitely take a look at that. I mean, look, we saw Colorado the first two games. I mean, they, they look like, you know, the old Edmonton Oilers teams. And then next thing you know, they're fighting for dear life. This game tonight, I mean, I, I'll tell you what. This entire year, including the Super Bowl, this is probably the most excited for any game I am outside of the college basketball national championship. I mean, this is going to be a monumental. This game is going to shake the series. If BGK wins, it's over. They're not going back to Denver. But I'm telling you, if, if Denver, if Denver, if Colorado wins this game, I think they're going to find a way to sneak out a game either in six or seven. The most excited I've seen you all year was Detroit Mercy Robert Morris three. Well, you know that, that's that, that's some gravy out there. I mean, are you kidding me? Oh my God! The Horizon League at its finest doesn't get any better than that. All right, let's start with you. You had one play yesterday. I think you have one play again today, yeah. and it'll be on the NHL ice as well. Yeah, going with the home team tonight here. Carolina at home against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Lightning looking to close them out. But, you know, Mike, I know they blew this lead of 4-2 against Tampa at, on the road. Uh, but you could see the impact that the crowd had. Now back in uh, Carolina and Raleigh, I expect to see a uh, really fired-up crowd. I think Brendan Moore's team is going to be competitive. I like them on the plus money price here as a slight underdog. Carolina wins this game, in my opinion. We talked yesterday 
about the series price here, mm-hmm. and you can get seven fifty. Wow, plus seven fifty with Carolina. Is it better to take the seven fifty if you believe they're going to win this game tonight, as opposed to betting the single game? No, because I'm not convinced they're going to win Game Six in Tampa. I, I think the Lightning will close that one out. Uh, that's why I like Carolina here. Now, if it gets back to a Game Seven. Uh, and then I think all bets are off. So it's not necessarily a bad play in terms of making the argument, hey, you take the plus 750 here, come back and bet the Lightning in game number uh, six. At around $1.45, $1.50 probably. I was thinking maybe 160 okay. but regardless, uh, you could do that, and then in game seven you're in a great situation. All right, let's go to the playbook for me, and, and uh, I have some two-unit plays in here tonight. Try to play a little catch-up from last night. I'm going to take the Detroit Tigers tonight and Matthew Boyd, and this is a play about situation. Comerica opens up tonight. Michigan relaxes their protocols, and you'll have a full crowd at Comerica. I think. When you, by full crowd, you mean twelve thousand? Well, you know, no more than that. I think they'll come out for one game at least. Okay, this uh, is opening day. Bo- again? Boyd, yeah, it's like opening day. Boyd's pitched a lot better. You're getting the Mariners on the road uh, here. I just think the Tiger. I made this number closer to one forty because of the atmosphere they'll be in Detroit tonight. Detroit was played very well in Chicago in that series, including. Um, yeah, beating Giolito as a plus-210 dog on Saturday. So Tiger's showing a little life under A.J. Hence, we took Boyd here for two units. You hit this when we went through the baseball games. Yeah. How can you not take Bassett minus five on the run line here against Diamondbacks? By the way, I'll tell you another thing. If you're looking at betting against the Diamondbacks, you've got to start really paying attention. You might be a little bit late to the party, but still, don't get away from it. I think this team's going to continue to struggle. I think we're going to start to see some guys in and out of the lineup that you're not used to seeing. This team has got some major issues um, and any pieces that they have, it's going to be a fire sale at the trade deadline. I agree with you. I think there's nowhere to go but down here in, for, for the Diamondbacks, and you're going to see a lot of kids playing yeah, the rest absolutely. of the way. 20 and 41? Mm-hmm. I mean, this team is bad, really bad. 17 in a row on the road. Well, it's not just that. Think about this. This is a five-game losing streak. What did they just come off of? A 13 or 12 or 13-game 13 13. 13 losing Won streak? Won a game and then lost another yeah, five. And, yeah, I mean, so this team has really had its issues um, two wins in, I think, their last uh, 20, 20 games. Yeah. Then in my final two-unit play, I took Colorado tonight. I think they know this is a must-win here. They don't want to have to win a game at the Fortress here in game six. I think they know they're up against it. Vegas really dominated them for 120 minutes yeah. here. It, it, you know, I, it, the, the score 3-2 in the comeback really wasn't indicative. As you said, they outshot them 2-1 to one in both games. Yeah, you think about this. The most shots that the Avalanche had in game three of any period – Vegas' fewest number of shots exceeded that, mm-hmm. I mean, in any period. So they've been dominant. They're really thoroughly dominant in game number four. I, I'll tell you what, to me, it's, it's Vegas right now. Colorado looks a little bit uh, – they don't look like the same team from a few days ago. But, again, get back home. You get that energy. Um, it, it could be a different team. We'll see how – Nathan McKinnon's got to play well tonight. Fleury wore down in that Minnesota series. Yes. He played poor, from the first four through the last three – much different. I think he may start to wear down in this series as well. He's played a lot of minutes because Leonard has just not been usable. They, they kind of gave up game one here to get him rest, but I'm not convinced. I think this is a must win for the Avs, and I think on that thin ice in the house that Patrick Waugh built, I, I think they have the advantage tonight, and you're, you get lucky to only have to lay $1.40. Finally, I have one one-unit play. I'm going to fade Drew Smiley. I mean, yeah. I'll stop doing it when I get beat on a game. I'm surprised here Nola. Nola wasn't north of $2. I'll take him on the run line as well at home. Plus a dollar twenty-five and fading Drew Smiley. You know, you and I talked about this over the weekend. Uh, I'm telling you, plus money prices, reverse run lines, and run lines are some great bets in baseball. Yesterday, it was a play with the Padres. I was like, I didn't think they were going to win this game four three or five four. Uh, it's just one of those things. And here's the other thing: you save a lot of the juice when you lay the the run line. 
yeah, there are some times you're going to take some beats along the way. But the reality of it is when you look at the plus price, 170 on the pod yesterday, you got Nola here at plus 125. Think about this, Bassett at minus 105. That's a joke. I mean, the, the line should be, I mean, probably 150 or 160. If this game were the Yankee Stadium, Yankees would be minus $9 on the run line alone. If you're interested in the Padres tonight, you get Denilson Lamette, too. Uh, he pitched five pretty solid against, uh, well, four and two-thirds pretty solid against uh, the, the Cubs and Wrigley last time out. All right, when we come back, we're going to take a deep dive into the NBA. Amal's going to answer eight burning questions. That's next on The Nuts. Three six five. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field, whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet Three Six Five. Twenty-one plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call one eight hundred Gambler. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> 
<laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. With exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boost, and the largest offer of live in-play options, BetRiver Sportsbook is the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting. And to make your experience even more rewarding, BetRivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only one-time playthrough. BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Indiana, 1-800-9 with it. Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Virginia, 1-888-532-3500. In Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. One big breaking news, Mike, in the NBA. Mike Conley Jr. out for the Utah Jazz. Big blow for them tonight in this matchup. How big of a blow? Well, when you've got a guy who's the catalyst of the point guard position, it really is, in terms of the half-court offense, it's going to be critical because he orchestrates everything. I think this could be a situation where you take a look at the Clippers here stealing this game on the road. Yeah, tough to go against Tyron Lewis half-court defense. Welcome back <laughs> into the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm. He's a mall shot, and it's that time everyone's been waiting for. Eight burning questions. Decent certainly spares no expenses when it comes to these graphics them all. Let's start out with question number one. Can Milwaukee mount a realistic comeback against these New, Jer- these New Jersey, these Brooklyn Nets? I don't think so. Look, Mike, it's one thing to lose a game or two, but to get blown out in the fashion that they did. And, you know, I went through the box score and I was looking at it. The one differential I saw was turnover 16 to 8. But even that, I think, points off of turnovers was 23 to 9. It wasn't an overwhelming situation where you look at and say, okay, I get it. One game aberration here. Uh, yeah, Brooklyn shot the ball at 50% from the three-point arc. Milwaukee only 30. But even in game number one, they were still dominant in the second half. Brooklyn's just a more complete, better team. I get it. Middleton's good. Holiday's good. But they really need a true number two, in my opinion, to go with Giannis if they're going to be competitive. I thought Milwaukee could extend this series because of the depth of scoring, as you, as you talked about the other two guys. But New Jersey just looks faster. But Blake Griffith looked energized in game number one. I mean, he was tracking down every loose ball, getting rebounds. And this team, New Jersey, just seems like they have, or New Jersey, Brooklyn, just seems like they have more ways to score. Right. They can get to the rim. They get out in transition so quickly. I don't think the Bucks are doing a great job on their transition defense in this series. Yeah, you got to get back, but I'll yeah. tell you, Kyrie's tough to stop in the open court. All right, let's stay with this series. Question number two. How do you view Brooklyn's chances on winning an NBA title without James Harden if he, in fact, doesn't come back? I don't think it's necessarily going to be that they can't get it done. I just think it's easier with Harden in the lineup. I think this team is still very dangerous, very talented. Like, we have not once talked about the fact that you've got, uh, you know, Blake Griffin on this team. He contributed well last night. Uh, DeAndre Jordan's length and size inside defensively. Uh, This is a team, Joe Harris, who can shoot the basketball. This team is tough. I mean, they're not just those two guys that we're referring to. When we take a look at the Eastern Conference odds of all, the Nets now almost a $3 favorite to come out of the East. The Sixers plus 550. The Bucks plus 650. Bucks are plus 400 just in the series alone, down 2 nothing. And the Atlanta Hawks, Bobby Marks, pick over the Sixers before the series and continues to believe they'll win in 6, 10 to 1 here. Yeah, I don't understand this odds on the Bucks at plus 650, considering the Nets are almost minus 590, I think, at this point in time. 
Um, Hawks still at 10 to 1. Not a bad play if you think that, you know, Bobby Marks thinks they're coming out of the series. They lead the series 1 nothing. If they steal game 2, you got to love your chances. I think that's the only uh, bettable here yeah. is, is 10 to 1 on the Hawks. Question 3. Is now the time to bet on the 76ers to win this series against the Hawks? You yes. can get them at a dollar yes. twenty. Yes, I, I don't need you to finish the rest of that sentence. It's almost <laughs> as if you've written the question. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, you know, to me, this is one where I think Atlanta—they played tremendous in Game One, but I don't think you can discount this Philly team. They played well all year long. You know, the one thing I think sometimes—and I'm guilty of this—you might be as well. I, I know a lot of people in our business aren't. One game, we have overreactions, and I think that's exactly what it is. There's one game. Give this Philly team a chance. I think they've got a great opportunity tonight to come win this game. All right, sort of a related question here. Can Atlanta shoot this well from three in six more games? I don't think so. I think they can for maybe three games, four games, and they've got to do it, and they've got to win those games. See, the problem is when you shoot particularly well, and if you don't win the game, you're in real trouble, and that's going to be the difference in this one. I give the edge still to Philadelphia. I think they win this series um, in six games. So would you be interested in the price at plus $4, Sixers and Six? Yeah, maybe take a small play on it. I, I don't think it's, you know, these series bets are sometimes very difficult unless you're extremely confident, unless you know the Montreal Canadiens are going to take care of business. <laughs> Clippers find themselves an underdog in this series against the top-seeded Utah Jazz. You can get the Clippers at plus 112 for the series. Got to lay about $1.40 on the Jazz. What do the Clippers need to do? to take down the Jazz? Well, the first thing that they need to do, and they're benefiting from the fact there's no Mike Conley's in the lineup. That helps a lot. The other, the other thing is, for me, they've got to be engaged early and often. This is a team that was completely disengaged in that series against the Mavericks defensively. they got to be uh, out of the block. they got to be strong defensively. If they can do that, they've got a great chance. I still think from a talent standpoint, they're better by a, a decent amount over the Utah Jazz. Steal a game in Salt Lake City in the first two games, and then, Mike, when you come back, hold, serve, and get up 3-1. That's the key. If you go to 2-2, then it becomes a lot more challenging. Let's take a look at both of these two teams and what price you would need to bet them to win the NBA title. Let's take a first take a look at uh, the Jazz, who you believe will win this series. What price would you need to take on the Jazz to bet them right now? Probably 5-1. to one. Because of... Because of the Nets in the yes, East or because yes, of Phoenix no, in the West? Because of the Nets in the East. I, I think at the end of the day, it's still going to be Brooklyn, the team to beat. When you look at them, they're just a more complete basketball team. Uh, and, you know, the, uh, Bobby Marks made a great point. They got the best player going in the postseason in Kevin Durant. I mean, this guy's unbelievable. I'm going to go off script here and ask you a different question. Sure. Who from the West would give the Nets the biggest challenge in the NBA Finals? Excellent question. And I actually think at this point in time, it would probably be the Phoenix Suns. Because Chris Paul, he's an experienced guard. He can control the game. He's terrific at that. I think he can present some real problems for you. Now, he's not a guy that's a great on-ball defender, but ter- terrific in terms of playing, paying the, excuse me, playing the passing lanes and can get some steals off the ball. I think this team with DeAndre Ayton at the rim could have a little bit of a rim protection. I, I think Utah has got a lot of really good players. They don't have any superstars. They don't have great players. Whereas the Clippers, you've got a great player in Kawhi Leonard. You've got a very, very good player in Paul George. Is he? I said very, very good. I didn't say he's a superstar. Well, the, the second very is what I am, I'm, I'm quibbling with. He's still a top 40 player. You don't mm. think he is? I don't know. I find him to be a liability most of the time. No, nah, he's, still, he's still very solid. He's not efficient. He's not efficient. He takes too many shots for the points that he gets in my mind. Well, there's a lot of guys that are chuckers in the <laughs> NBA. Clippers are plus $5 right now to win the title. Any interest in that? No, because this team was about three, three and a half to one earlier, and now uh, it might have been to come out of the West. But to me, I'm they not were, they were two twenty-five to come out of the West before the playoffs started. Them Lakers and, were two dollars. Them and Utah right now uh-huh. have the toughest road to win the NBA title. You've got to get through this series. 
Then you've got to beat either Phoenix or Denver. Then you've got to beat the team out of the East, which is going to be either looks like Brooklyn or Philadelphia or Atlanta. Uh, to me, it's going to be a real challenge. With Denver currently at plus $3 in this series, would you take a runner on him? Great question. I would, yes, because I thought this price to begin with was too high. I mean, now they've doubled up after winning one game. You know, they played better than the Suns. Uh, excuse me, they were better for two and a half quarters. The Suns played well for a quarter and a half. It was 70 to 60, and they get on that, uh, I think, 14 to 2 run. That was the difference in the ball game, and they pull away. You know, the one thing, remember, Mike, altitude in Denver becomes a factor. And if they can find a way to steal either game two or game five in Phoenix, you got a chance to hold serve in three games at home. I know you like the Nets to come out of the East. Who do you think wins the West? Boy, I, I really don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know. Who do you like? I like the Suns. Look, I think the Suns are good. I, I don't believe in them as much as you and every and Bobby Marks do. I, I, I don't know. I, you know, with all that being said, I still think the Clippers' talent to me. They still have the best player in the Western Conference in Kawhi Leonard. Um, I, I think we'll see a little bit of a refocused team. They've got the great coaching of Ty Lue. Do you think the fact that the Clippers went 3-0 and on the road doesn't is, matter. Doesn't matter because it was it Dallas. Matter. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It doesn't matter. Okay. All right, let's take a look at some. I love this guessing lines with you, and we've been guessing props on these NBA games. Total points, rebounds, and assists. You come up the number, and then we'll compare it to what's posted. Um, let's start with the Hawks 76ers game, too. For Atlanta, Trey Young, total points, rebounds, and assists. Uh, I'm going to say about 42. 40 and a half. Okay. Clint Capella. No clue. 25 and a half. Joel Embiid. 40. 40 and a half. Okay. Ben Simmons. He's, Ben's got to be in the same range, probably. Uh, he's 18 points, 10 assists, 12 rebounds, probably about 40. 32 and a half. 32 and a half on Ben Simmons? Yes. I got to go over. Okay. Got to go over on Ben let's, Simmons. Let's write it down. Yeah. You said go over on eight, and that was an easy winner last night. Uh, Tobias Harris. Probably about, uh, I would say, 30, somewhere in that range, 29 to 30. 32 and a half. 32. I was, you know, it's funny. I was leaning 32, but I was like, can't be the same. You surprised Simmons. that Simmons and Harris yeah, are the what, same? That's what I'm saying because Ben Simmons is going to get accumulate rebounds and assists along the way. All right, now let's switch to the game in Salt Lake City. Kawhi Leonard, total points, rebounds, and assists. Uh, probably about I would say eight and eight, so 20. Uh, probably 42, 43. 40 and a half. Paul George. He's got to be 38. 38 and a half. Okay. Reggie Jackson, Mr. October. Uh, three ro- three home runs and him being a jerk 100%. So we, I, don't, I don't know. Not this Reggie Jackson, the other one. Uh, I, I don't know I'm this Reggie Jackson. Well, that's talking about three balls for this guy, right? <laughs> 20 and a half. 20, okay. All right. And then on the Utah side of the ball, Donovan Mitchell. Uh, probably uh, 39. Very good. 38 and a half. Rudy Gobert. Uh, RG's got to be about 32 or 30. 28 and a half. Okay. And then uh, Bojan Bogdanovic. Uh, 24 and a half. Uh, 22 and a half. So you're right on. So you got one play out of this, out of this exercise. Yeah. Amal Shaw tells everyone. Ben Simmons. Bet ben Simmons over 32 and a half total points, rebounds, and assists combined. Add that to Amal in, as well as his play on the Hurricanes at even money. Yeah, absolutely right. Like Carolina here tonight. But I like this Ben Simmons one, Mike. I'm a little bit surprised by this number being so low. I expect him to have, could potentially have a triple-double. Nine in the East, six in the West. From Colorado, the Pepsi Center, it's the Vegas Golden Knights taking on the Colorado Avalanche in Game 5. Are you looking at this game from an in-game perspective, Amal? 
I am. I, I tell you what, this is going to be a terrific matchup. Team that scores first, I'm going to take the opposite side. I think that's the play here, too. Yeah. I really do, because especially especially if it's, uh, if it's Colorado, you're going to get a huge price on the Knights. That's it for us on the Nuts. Stay tuned to VEASAN. Up next, it's Betting Across America. VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Three six five. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet three six five. Twenty one plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call one eight hundred Gambler. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.